Thank you so much for tuning in today. You're listening to The Daily, and I'm your host, Amy Carlin. 24 years ago, President Gordon B. Hinckley of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints introduced The Family, a proclamation to the world at a General Relief Society meeting. In honor of this anniversary, I would like to take a moment to remember the importance of this proclamation. The proclamation itself comes from the leaders of the Church, the First Presidency, and the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles, and it declares to the world the Lord's standards and doctrines regarding the family. The proclamation begins by affirming that marriage between a man and a woman is ordained of God, and that the family is central to the Creator's plan for the eternal destiny of His children. All human beings, male and female, are created in the image of God. Each is a beloved spirit son or daughter of heavenly parents, and as such, each has a divine nature and destiny. Gender is an essential characteristic of individual premortal, mortal, and eternal identity and purpose. It goes on to explain the purpose of our time here on earth and Heavenly Father's plan for us. It explains that family relationships continue in heaven after we die. It outlines the responsibilities of husbands and wives, fathers and mothers, and teaches happiness in family life is most likely to be achieved when founded upon the teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ. Successful marriages and families are established and maintained on principles of faith, prayer, repentance, forgiveness, respect, love, compassion, work, and wholesome recreational activities. This proclamation was inspired at a time before the family's importance was called into question. It offers us counsel on how to strengthen our families and warns us of the consequences we can face when we do not uphold the solemn duties we have to our families. Bonnie L. Oscarson, Young Women General President, said that when the proclamation was revealed, we were grateful for and valued the clarity, simplicity, and truth of this revelatory document. Little did we realize then how very desperately we would need these basic declarations in today's world as the criteria by which we could judge each new wind of worldly dogma coming at us from the media, the internet, scholars, TV and films, and even legislators. The proclamation on the family has become our benchmark for judging the philosophies of the world, and I testify that the principles set forth within this statement are as true today as they were when they were given to us by a prophet of God nearly 20 years ago. She challenged us all to be defenders of the family proclamation. She said, We need to boldly defend the Lord's revealed doctrines describing marriage, families, the divine roles of men and women, and the importance of homes as sacred places, even when the world is shouting in our ears that these principles are outdated, limiting, or no longer relevant. Everyone, no matter what their marital circumstance or number of children, can be defenders of the Lord's plan described in the family proclamation. 
If it is the Lord's plan, it should also be our plan. Let us help build the kingdom of God by standing up boldly and being defenders of marriage, parenthood, and the home. As we read or listen to Sister Oscarson's words and also the words of the family proclamation, we can be reminded of the importance of family and find strength and power through that institution. Let us defend these principles by living them. Thank you again for listening today. The Daily is brought to you by The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. 